Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. On this week's episode, we have a Tantra specialist who is going to make Christian extremely uncomfortable by talking about sex, orgasms, and wet <laughs> wetness. We also talk about breakups, why women break up with men. We talk about a lot of good stuff. So stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast where we get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen, one of your hosts. Well, Kristen Carney. I'm actually just Kristen. I'm the Kristen. You are the Kristen. Like Madonna, like I said before for the other guy. I am a comedian, etc. Here with Marty Kenra. She is the author of Get Inside Her. And today on the show, we have a Tantra specialist in the second half, which God help me. I don't want to be here for that, but I'll be here <laughs> yeah. for this. And um, we have also Jeff. Do you want me to say your last name? Sure. Jeff Maiman. Um, here with us to be our voice of man, um, to kind of chit chat with us about uh, being a dude and kind of getting screwed over by women, maybe perhaps. Awesome, yes. love yeah. ooh, female bashing. But before we get started on all <laughs> of that, I am going to go into a quick wing girl minute. I didn't prep you before saying I was going to do it, so ooh, perfect. There is nothing I love more than having my naked body being appreciated during and before sex. I'm doing sex because this is Psalms coming in. Ew. Sex for me used to be really uncomfortable and not nearly as good as it is now because I was so insecure. This insecurity really stopped me from enjoying myself while having sex. Instead of being open and free like I wanted to be, I was tight and tense. Not good for sex. Well, for some people it is. Um, <laughs> no good for sex and no good for me. One of the things that really got me to get out of my head and into my body was being with a guy who took his time to verbally appreciate every part of my body that I felt completely insecure about. He said things to me like, I love touching your soft breasts, or you smell good, I'm making person so uncomfortable uh-huh. now, or did you know you had this little dimple in the small of your back? It's so sexy. Each of these statements got me to relax in my mind so that I could open up my body. Plus, taking the time to appreciate a woman's body and go slow when you're in the bedroom is the ultimate form of of foreplay. So compliment away and I guarantee the woman you are having sex with or the women you're having sex with will more than appreciate it. And that is my wing girl. I'm awkward disgusting. Um, it was funny because there were moments um, in there where he could have said something really insulting where he was like, I love touch- touching your soft <laughs> like breast, but it could have been like soft belly. Cause like I thought right. she was going to say like, she's like, you know, uncomfortable oh, your rolls are fat. So yeah. <laughs> and then like you have a dimple in your, and I then love these veins ass on the back of cellulite. the legs. Yeah. yeah, but it all kind of came out nicely. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's not like too sexual. No, so that's, it's Because nice. that could push a woman in another direction being uncomfortable that way. It's things that are like, you know, A, a level, like uh, very soft, sexual, sexual pillow talk. Yeah, not, which not is nice. Awkward. Makes you comfortable. Anyway, Absolutely. now we can start bashing women because <laughs> I have one more thing. I want to read you a joke and I want to hear what you guys think about this. So, um... Somebody that uh, is a member of my website, Wing Girl Method, sent me this joke, and he was actually really I already hate angry after the joke, and he was saying how because of this joke, like I don't, he he doesn't even know what he tries with women. It's just anyway. I'll read you the joke, and then I want to I want to hear 
your thoughts on this. It's called The Husband Store. A brand new department store has just opened in London. It sells husbands. When women go to choose a husband, they have to, they have to follow the following instructions. You, you may visit this store only once. There are six floors, and the value of the products increase as you go up. You may choose any item from a particular floor, or you may choose to go to the next floor, but you cannot go back down except to exit the building. One day, a woman goes into the store and rather nervously starts climbing the stairs. When she gets to the first floor, a sign on the door reads, Floor 1, these men have jobs. She thinks, I can do better than that, and keeps going up. The second floor sign reads, Floor 2, these men have jobs and love kids. But she goes up another floor. The third floor sign reads, Floor 3, these men have jobs, love kids, and are extremely good looking. Wow, she thinks, but feels compelled to keep going. She goes to the fourth floor, and the sign reads, Floor four, these men have jobs, love kids, are extremely good looking, and help with the housework. Ooh. This is, I know. It's speaking, getting You would say on, on the fourth floor, you're, right? Because mm-hmm. you're like, you do the dishes, I will not leave. Oh, mercy me, she exclaims. I can hardly stand it. Still, she goes to the fifth floor. This, is, this lady's a bitch. Interesting. And the <laughs> sign reads, floor five. She's greedy. These men have jobs, love kids, are extremely good looking, help with the housework, and have a strong romantic streak. Yeah, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't go up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is so tempted to stay, but she goes to the sixth floor and the sign reads, floor six, you are visitor 31,456,000 uh, to this floor. There are no men on this floor. This floor exists solely as proof that women are impossible to please. Thank you for shopping at the husband's store. Mm. Ha, 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 ha. Well, what do you it's think? It's not really a joke. It's like a story. It's, like it's a, a sad story. story. Yeah. But, but, he, but the, the guy who did send this to me was like, I don't even know why I keep trying. It's, women are impossible to please. They want everything and anything, and they won't settle for any less. How am I ever to compete with all of these you know, desires from women? I, but I, I'd love to hear what you guys think about this. Is this true of women? Do we want everything? And are these things so horrible to want? I don't think they're horrible to want. And I think in a way the same could be said for finding a wife. Yeah. Yeah. Know? I mean, there's what what do men ways. want? Like a woman who's, you know. Uh, oral sex. Okay, there you go. But they do want more, though. They don't. They want the oral sex plus she's going to keep the house clean, be a good mom, have also a job and a career. Watch football. Watch football. So they also have. A uh, lot yeah. of standards. If, if, okay, listen. If, if if you're told in advance there's six floors and every floor that you go to it just keeps getting better, wouldn't you assume that like you could get better if you? Yeah, you can't really fault someone for baiting them, right? You know? Exactly, because they're like, okay, well now I have this, but oh my god, there could be better out there. I don't, I don't really think that this is saying that women want to have it all. But if you're presented with the option of you can, if you just walk up a few stairs, you can have something better. It's not talking about her having a connection with any of these men on each of the floor. These are just like basic things that she knows about this man prior to getting into a relationship with him or be, or buying him as her husband. So wouldn't you want to know all those things in advance? That's what we're looking for when we're dating. We do, we do want all of those things. And those don't seem like horrible things to want that you want a guy who likes kids. If you like kids who is romantic, if you like being rom- romantic, um, who has a job? Like these are all all great things to look for. Yeah, I mean that definitely is coming from someone who's pretty bitter. Yeah, and I can understand how bitterness happens. I'm super bitter, not in this realm, but in in another realm. So I, right. I get it. <laughs> right. Um. But I think cutting people slack. And I I did this. Um. I did this. Uh. 
don't tell anyone, but I went to this like <laughs> yoga slash meditation class. Recently. You did? Yeah. And it was really, really, really nice. And I left there feeling really good. And the teacher was talking about how um, she was speaking in a really soft voice, but she was basically saying everyone's broken. We're all coming in from a broken place. Yeah. And if we can look at each other all as broken individuals, we won't be so hard on each other. Mm-hmm. And so this guy right now is feeling pretty hard on other women, but he's not looking at what women also have to go through and why they're broken and why they're struggling and what's hard for them. He's looking at only what's hard for him. Right. And he's being really one pers- one one perspective on yeah. things. Would you let that joke or the lesson from that joke deter you? Not think even that, a little that bit. That the world is against you no, with women. I mean, as a man, you should have a job. You should be romantic. You should keep a clean home. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. should want to be. Yeah, it's almost that, like the me. guy wants to get away with not being anything. anything. Step your game up. Yeah. I remember uh, one of my girlfriends, she had been dating this guy for a very long time, ended up, he cheated on her. Um, he didn't really have a job. He uh, smoked pot all the time. But she was madly in love with him. She was you know, younger and she was madly in love with this guy. And when they broke up and she started dating this guy again, and this other guy. Um, and different she, guy? A different guy, sorry. Uh, yes, this, a different guy. And we were out for drinks and she was like, I really like this guy. He's awesome. He has a job. <laughs> and I was like, that's great. <laughs> yeah. But like for her at that point, because she was so broken before, her, her and her ex-boyfriend would get into fights all the time because either he wouldn't have enough money to do something that she wanted to do that she had enough money for or he yeah. – all these – like he would be down on himself because he didn't have a career. All of those things were gone. She didn't have to deal with that baggage anymore because she now was dating a guy that had a – like that, that was her past experience of where she was broken and that was the wonderful thing that a new man in her life could have and could be was a person who was – employed and had income to not a lot of income but income to do things with her that was what she was looking for at that time so i do i love that you you kind of drew that comparison and i love that you went to a meditation class Shh, don't tell anyone i won't tell anybody except for the thousands of style. people who listen to our show um but i wanted to hear a little bit about your background because you were saying before you just broke up with somebody i recently got out of a relationship situation with a good okay. friend okay we were Went to high school together and known each other for a really long time. And then X amount of months ago, some things started to happen and gradually picked up speed. And, and got into a relationship? Yeah. What What are those things that started to happen? Did you always like this girl? Uh, always, yeah. We sort of dated in high school, but not really. Um, stayed close. She had a boyfriend. I was single. I had a girlfriend. She was single. One of those situations that went on for 10 years. Wow. And then I ended a two-year relationship about a year ago started hanging out with her more and you know for about the first six months it was just a friendship and then you know there was that one faithful night and what happened what happened in that faithful night that uh, made we it had into a, more we had a wonderful dinner a bottle of wine yeah we made a baby yeah you know <laughs> i'm a father now boom but what what so you guys always kind of both liked each other so i think so yeah okay and then how did how did you because if you've been friends for months i'm guessing there have been several nights where there's been bottles of wine or oh absolutely out. Yeah. but how how come that night was different what did you do differently oh uh, i think there were two bottles of wine yeah. oh that's okay so that's different. the key yeah yeah, yeah. okay it's so. that second bottle man okay. i always get that second gotcha. bottle of red note taken putting yeah. that up on twitter right now also the um, roofies always help <laughs> always 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 <gasps> okay so then you you started casually seeing each other i guess but still having yeah a really deep you know friendship. i remember waking up the next morning and thinking like this is actually like really good like 
I'm going to go back to the life I was living. She has her life. Like, we're not dating. This is totally cool. Okay. And then, you know, maybe it happened again two weeks later. And then it happened a week later. And so you guys didn't talk day. about it in between? No. We're like, remember we, 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 when we... We did, but it was in that very sort of, like, Seinfeld-esque sense. Like, it Ooh, was sort tell of... Tell me. It, tell uh, you know, it was sort of... Hu- it, was, it was sort of humorous, and we, you know, we're... Okay, talking about it. Was it was a little of this, a little of that. Yeah, kind exactly. of like when yada yada yada. Now we're together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. That's cool. So, so then you started casually seeing each other, and and it's just human nature to cop feelings eventually. Okay. You know, I think it's sort of inevitable when you're in a friendship with someone. I think two people can get into something that's purely sexual, that's convenient for the both of them, and never develop feelings. Yeah. But if you're friends with someone. Odds are, at some point. Yeah, you already have a connection with Yeah, them. exactly. And then you're adding a sexual element. Exactly. That's, like, that's perfect. Sex complicates everything. So where did the downhill part start? Yeah. Um, Where did it Which start? It's always my favorite yeah, part. Yeah, I wouldn't even know if it went downhill. She just uh, got a little cold and a little distant. And After I've, how long? Five, six months. And how, how serious were you at that point? I understand there's probably no labels, but. um, I mean, like, she met my parents. We were. Oh, she, okay. She dropped an L-bomb on me. Oh, yeah. lesbian. Lithium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, latex. It's her Oh, yeah. Her that she She's allergic, yeah. Okay. Oh, stupid allergies. So yeah. she said, I love you. And yeah. you said it back? I did, yeah. Did you mean it? Uh, I did, yeah. I've, uh, she's the third girl I've ever said it to. It's something I take seriously, like saying I love you. I don't know why. Um, oh, I don't know why either. Well, no. I just, <laughs> well, I'm just saying there's like most, Fucking love that most, about you. <laughs> most of my guy friends... You know, they'll throw just, it out just there. Just toss it out there. Really? I, I yeah. I. That's I like care, the new guy move. It's not it being is. an asshole. It's totally saying is. I love you. <gasps> yeah. Weird. Interesting. So yes, you should take it seriously. Yeah. I mean, you you should love everybody at the at the same time. No, you but, should. Right. Like, not but, sucks. But when you're romantically yeah, involved. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So you both said I love you to each other. Met each other. Met her parents. Met your parents. Yeah. Both. Okay. Damn. Okay. So serious. I just said I loved you to her parents. That's what I do. I love parents. I love parents, I love parents too. too. Yeah, yeah. I do. Parents are cool. And so she just started pulling away. Yeah. How? Uh, I just felt the language in her texts were off. Uh, wasn't necessarily making the effort to hang out with me. Okay. You know, things that were always like very easy. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're both doing nothing. Let's hang out. You know. Like, That's of course. the way the first four or five months went. Right. And then that sort of changed. And I don't stay in relationships that are bad. I rip the Band-Aid off. Good. Good for and, you. you know, I got a lot of friends who, they're with someone. They, they drag up. it out for a year. Well, they break up for three weeks. They date for four more months. They break up for a month. And I, that just makes me sick to my stomach. You know, okay. I could never be in any situation like that. So so what happened with her? Why was she pulling away? Uh, she, I just don't think she wanted to be in a relationship. Is that what she said? With you or in a relationship? She said that she couldn't be in the relationship that I wanted. And we never really had a specific conversation about it. Interesting. What was the conversation? What was the relationship you wanted? Because to me, it sounds like you wanted something semi casual. Oh, uh, no. Not true. Well, he said, I love you. But yeah. she also said, I love you to yeah. you. No, but even what you're saying, we kind of hung out. Like, there wasn't anything. No, I mean, no. Like, we we're best friends. We hung out all the time. Okay. You know, there well, were days. What, what there were days it? she wanted to hold my hand in public, there were days she wasn't. Like,. But we were always, like, best friends. You know what I mean? Okay. So what what was she talking about when she said the relationship you wanted that she couldn't give you? Like commitment? Uh, I don't know if it's a commitment per se. I think it's the uh, emotional aspect that I was looking for, perhaps. What emotional aspect were you looking for? You know, we never really even got into it that deep. What the fuck? Really? Yeah. No, I know. 
Okay, so you never got into it that deep because you didn't ask questions? Were you out already? Is that, is it, was it something No, you... I knew she was out, and I, I just knew it. But you knew she was out and didn't inquire why? I, I could just tell she wasn't feeling it. It's like something like in her but mind. But she's not feel because I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to yeah, lead no, you no. down a path. But like, okay, so Kristen, from a female point of view, when- Sorry, I can't give you that. Right, when you get cold, maybe pull back a little bit, other than not being into it anymore, could there be other things that are going on for you? I would say just not into it anymore. Really? Yeah. See, for me, if, if I mean, that... if it's a serious, serious, serious relationship and you're pulling back, there might be other factors going on, like you're upset with the person, and that. but you know you're in a committed situation. I don't think you guys knew as much in, that you were in a committed situation. So if you pull back in that type of scenario, I say that's just something because you're just not into it. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that's not what it was. I'm just trying to get a better understanding of what, of what was going on. You and me both. So for... I would ask the question then if she's your was your best friend I would ask more questions so for me if I was getting into a relationship with my best friend um, there could be two things if I got into something serious and got a little ahead of myself and then realized that I wasn't so into it maybe I would start pulling back and not being so available and not giving as much of my emotions to that person um, to get them to potentially bring up the conversation of breaking up with me because they're my best friend I don't want to hurt them that could be one angle that's exactly how it went down that could be one angle yeah. that I would I would go the other angle that I would go is that I would get really into this person and because I may not be asking for the reassurance that I need, um, which I've learned to do now, which I didn't do when I was younger, I would pull back to see what they put forth. So I don't know. Again, I don't know this girl. No idea whatsoever. But just to show you two different sides of what potentially could be going on. So it may, it may not just be because she's not into it anymore. It may be that she's insecure about what's actually going on and because she sees you acting a certain way that may not be what her expectations are of how a person should be in a relationship of maybe being really emotional or whatever it is that she paints the picture of okay whatever it is that she paints a picture of um it could be her pulling back to see what you will do so it's interesting that you don't really know what was going on with her you're assuming. Well, right? but she didn't know. I think I think Jeff knows. I think she said to you, I can't give you the type of relationship that you want. And I Which think is that's... what? I mean. What did you say you want? You, listen, did we ever have the conversation, I want this, I want that? No. I think it's totally like in her mind. Just she wasn't feeling a relationship with me. I think it's. And yeah, I don't and even think it's. Like I don't even think used. it's me. I think it's another person in general at this okay. point in her life. Okay. It's being what in a break? Oh. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. All right, got it. We'll uh, we'll practice psalms in the in the break. We will. But th- no, I I would lo- I would love to have more information from her. <laughs> Can we get her on the phone? No, but that but it cuz I just want to show that there are different sides. Like there are if if there was if it was something that you were really into, um the more specific and clear you could be with that girl in your life because if you wanted something more to happen between the two of you i did listen we had talks from time to time i did want something more i sort of knew she didn't okay but we were still hanging out all the time spending the night all the time so she she said to you she didn't want anything more serious you know she would say that one week and then the next week you know she'd hold my hand as we're walking down the street 
Right. Which I'd be like, wow, I didn't think you she, wanted to do that. But okay, that's cool. I can dig that. What did you ever say to her about what you wanted? I tried not pizza? to say a lot. I just want pizza. Um, just because I liked being around her so much and I was so worried that if I said the wrong thing, it would just end it. Mm. Right, which is so interesting because that okay, from where you're coming from, I totally get it. But for me as a woman, that would drive me crazy. That would drive me crazy. Not and it probably did. It probably yeah, did. not hearing what the other person wanted. Because then, I, as we were talking about in our last show about like how you can make assumptions, and you tend to go towards the negative. Oh, you're you have another family. You have that. Like you don't like me. You don't care about me. We at least myself. I can start sending my head into a negative place. Um, you have another family. No, I, that was the one well, the last episode that we were talking about. What we said to Justin. Oh, oh I don't remember about like drinking. Oh, oh, like all oh the, alcoholic. Yes, alcohol, oh. like all the other things that you can send your mind into a tizzy over. Lack of information is one of the biggest reasons that people break up. Just just for me, I would just want more clarity, clarity on, on it. Because it may be that she is like totally not into you and she just wants to be friends. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, but. <coughs> sorry. Bless you. Thank you. But it may also be that she wasn't sure about where you were. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. So, again, you know you're the one who's in the situation, and maybe that's the read that you're getting on it. But without communicating about these things, you both go down se- separate paths of thinking and assuming things about the other person unless you're both talking about it openly. Because a lot of the times when people are best friends, you assume that your best friend is going to tell you what's going on or share more with you or be more emotional with you. And if they're not saying anything, then you, you start to make up your own things in your head i don't know maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe i i only do this maybe you don't do that um no i i do i just haven't been in the scenario in so long right um but i just i want to know what you did after um yeah it happened so like how did you deal with it did you kind of go through like a angry spiral or did you sleep around or did you drink uh it happened three days ago oh booked a flight to los angeles oh an hour later oh so this is what you're doing oh yeah oh wow Went to Malibu yesterday. That was Where nice. Malibu? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Okay, Do I you didn't mind calling this was her so and recent. getting more information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's really fresh, so you could, she would still remember. But no, that's you're not into that's it. good. I mean, I for me am a huge believer in changing your environment when something isn't going yeah. right or you're upset or something is hurting you to just get into a new space. You can see things from a different perspective. Cause if you stay in your apartment in Chicago, right. Yeah. And you're like, and it's maybe spring, but like it's still rainy and drizzly and it's just kind of depressing. All of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm going to freaking go to LA, get some sunshine, talk to some chicks on some podcast. Yeah, exactly. Radio. Share your story with the world. And do something that makes you see things from a different perspective and so you're not yeah. focusing on that person. And yeah. then you realize how many other people there are in the world. Exactly. I love that he came to L.A. to escape and now I'm giving him reason to like <laughs> feel worse. <laughs> to feel worse. You know you should really feel bad right now. <laughs> you should be at home Sorry. sobbing. I didn't Why realize that it was so fresh for you. Yeah, well, but you know, I, 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 I also admire that you did that. I think it's absolutely amazing that you're just like, okay, screw it, I'm going to get out of here. I think, that's, I, no. I think that's smart and it's healthy oh, yeah. to just switch yeah. up your environment. Really helpful for you. I really do want to know her. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in a bad place right now. Okay, good. Did you really want to be in a relationship with her? I did. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't want to be in a relationship with me. So you're the type that can kind of just like wipe your hands or something and move on. I do that with everything. Do you think that that's going to catch up with you at some point and you're actually kind of holding it in somewhere deeper? Um, I don't think so. I could be wrong. 
But yeah, all of a sudden you murder me tomorrow. You're like, yeah. it was there. I do have anger. Yeah. But that's that's interesting. Is that how you are typically in relationships? It's the, first time, it's the first time I've ever been dumped. Really? Yeah. All my well, other, you are cute. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, all my other relationships, I've ended them. And it was because I knew I wasn't emotionally vested in them anymore. And okay. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to waste somebody else's time. Do you... Do you um... Okay, so if when in a relationship, if there is an argument, do you kind of just do the same thing? Do you talk it through, or do you just wipe your hands clean and say, "Okay, well then"? Uh, a mixture. I can be very passive, depending on what it is. Right. Um, if it's a heated argument, I definitely want to talk it out. Okay. You know that old saying, like, don't go to bed angry. It's the truth. I go to bed angry all the time. Yeah, I wake up angry. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> go to bed angry. You have your own angry. podcast, and you go to bed angry. <laughs> no, old I do. Does that. No, you're no, not I supposed don't. to do that. I do. No. I do. I'll go. That's I'll go shit, to bed angry, yours. and then under the sheets, like I'll touch his toes or something to say it's okay. okay. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's nice. Our, that's there our like go. sweet way there to say go. like it's okay. We'll be okay tomorrow. Yeah. But that's pretty much it because I don't want to look at his face when right. I'm pissed oh, off. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Okay, thank you for sharing that yeah. with us. I didn't realize it was it was so fresh for you. I apologize. Oh no, it's all good. Okay, we would have talked well, about I mean, the you, same you way. Volunteered to be on the show. I'm on Playboy Radio right now. Yes, exactly. See, this is the experience. You break up and then you come be on Playboy. Amazing. Breakups are the best. Everybody should do this. Anybody who's broken up, <laughs> come on our podcast. Come on our podcast. Fly to LA. And we'll make you feel really good about yourself. And then really shitty about yourself. And then really good about yourself. And then really shitty. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We have uh, Sam Isadora on the second half of our. Is that. Did I say it wrong? No. Oh, no, you looked at me like I did. I'm horrible at these same things. Uh, but she is going to talk to us about Tantra. Which I think I, that's why I was looking at you weird. Yeah. Well, could, I um, met her when I was doing. Uh, what the hell? Ask the Doc, the other show that's on Playboy. Mm-hmm. Which is a great show. That guy Chad, who was on our show, he uh, is the host of that show. Um, but she was on an episode, and I don't, I don't really know much about tantra. I know in my mind the very basics of what I think it is. Um, but she was really like informative. Anyway, you'll you'll hear on the second half of the show. So it's, it's really interesting. Basically, doing it, but like you're doing yoga at the same time. No, it's not. It's, well, that is part of it, but it's it's not at all. It's not at all okay. what you think. I have all no these idea things, what that is. all these misconceptions that people have about t- tantra, tantra, however you want to pronounce it. Um, it's totally different, and it can be whatever it is that you want it to be. It's of course, really it can. About, it's such a slut. Yeah, <laughs> it's really about being present. Anyway, she'll explain everything. Um, right after this, want advice and step by step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free. Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make with Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. Thanks for listening to Playboy Radio. You want to hear more? Catch us on tunein.com slash playboy. We promise you won't be disappointed. Hey, this is Justin Willman, comedian and magician. It's your girl, Carly Red from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, the movie top five. Hey, this is Dr. Buck Parker from NBC's The Island. You're listening to Playboy Radio. Playboy Radio. Playboyradio.com. The only station to listen to. Thanks for listening to Playboyradio.com. Now, back to the show. All right, we are back and we have Sam Isadora in studio with us. And you were... um, just saying that you yes. had some opinions on what we were talking about for the first half of the show. So before you dive into Tantra, mm-hmm. I want to hear your thoughts. So my question was just, 
What was the nicest date you ever took her on? Did you ever actually like oh, take her out? Yeah. You did? Okay. Absolutely. I thought maybe you were just Netflixing. No, because no, I'm hearing that I'm as well. Yeah, when you're you were just kind of like, like we just hang out. It sounds like you're just friends no, no, no. who hang out. Yeah. And I'd be like, this is Netflix and sleeping. Right. <laughs> no, because you, you said something like, what used to be easy, like, I'm not doing anything. You're not doing anything. Let's hang out. No, I that's know- like a Tuesday night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so you did step up your game. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah, he did. You did kind of play it down, play down your game. Yeah, it just sounded really casual. So for mm-hmm. when you had said, like, you, she can't give you what you want, it sounded like she was saying, I can't just be in a casual relationship. Right. No. So you want serious. Did you alpha up? Is that how you respond to her? What do you mean by alpha up? <laughs> did you alpha, did you like be alpha up? Yeah. Like, act like a man in the relationship? Just like, you know, alpha up, give her, you know, more of that kind of, like, manness. Like, manness. Because sometimes like, when you come in as a friend. Because you're very yeah, chill. No, no, no. Your vibe Absolutely. is very yeah. chill. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Like absolutely, she would say that, or absolutely, like you're doing. <laughs> no, the absolutely, best. she would say that. Okay, I'd like to have her on the show. <laughs> She's out here. Hey, have her do it. Call her now and let's. Because I, I just honestly, by your body language, everything, I'd be curious to see what she has to say. Um, I'm just trying okay. to be cool and tough. And yeah, so he's a yeah, but, but there's, there's like well, when you I don't think know if you're that being works cool. in a relationship. Yeah, the, the way you're being cool and tough is kind of no. But I mean, and... here right now, oh, in this moment, oh, oh, I think yeah, that's yeah, what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Oh, don't be. That's not the point of the show. Anyway, okay. So tell us about tantra. Yeah, so well, you're having me back because I met you on the other show, yes. and I have to tell you, I've told the story about our interview a bunch of we times. We ate strawberries. We ate strawberries, but you said you don't. That like must being have been great for the listener. When you have sex with your husband, yes. Which was, so that was fascinating because we have a bona fide sex expert giving advice. Who and, me? Yeah, I'm not a sex expert. Well, you're a relationship expert. Yes. Okay. And that you don't like being on top, yes. which is the position women can experience the most pleasure and the most control over their own pleasure. Yeah. Because you were saying you just like have that body consciousness. Yeah. And so to me, I was, that to me is where people don't tap into how good they can feel or sex can be because they aren't present because they're in their heads worried about a lot of other stuff versus being like in the pleasure of the moment in that connection. Because what I was saying at the time is like, look at your husband instead um, you know, get on top, look in his eyes and pay attention. Like, what does his eyes look like? What, what does his face do when I move like this or I move like that? And then you won't think about You've got what really great boobs. Like. You should be totally yeah, She wasn't worried about her boobs. She was worried <laughs> about her stomach. It was my stomach. Oh, your so, stomach's fine. Yeah, but so I get trapped in thinking about those things. Like, does it look bad? Am I like bending the right way? Blah, blah. Turn the no, I say off. you did. But since, yeah, since yeah. having, since doing that show, mm-hmm. I am, okay, so, um, Sam brought in these strawberries to, sh- to show us an <laughs> yes. example of how to be present and in the moment. So she Where gave are the us- strawberries? I know. I was like, okay, where's wait, our you fruit? Can roll- wait, hold an imaginary strawberry okay. right now. So she uh, had Chad yeah. and I like take the strawberry, just like in, like just look at it for like 30 seconds without eating it and mm, putting no, it No, pretend in. you're like, looking at one. Okay. So, and yeah. everybody at home, pretend you're holding too. a chocolate-covered Ooh, strawberry. Okay. I had then- milk issues, so I took the chocolate off. Of course you did. It was a chocolate strawberry. But like look at it. And, like, imagine you're really holding a, a strawberry and how it would be tantalizing, that, like, red color, mm-hmm. and your mouth should start salivating. You'll actually, like, taste a little bit of anticipation. You want the strawberry. And then I have Everything them. in me is resisting mm. right now. <laughs> I'm like, nope, not going to nope. picture it. Nope. Picture it. Wait, and then bring it right. Ooh, put your hand right under your nose and imagine you're holding the strawberry and smell the strawberry like it's really there and just smell and your mouth He's into it. can start watering. <laughs> 
So you're letting your body respond. So instead of just like grabbing something and eating it without feeling it, I say how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. So slowing down how you ate the strawberry, being more present, being more in your like physical sensations, all five senses. And then it's a much more like erotic and and enjoyable. Yeah. So then then you insert. First I made them lick it. No, no, just just licking the tip Mm -hmm. of the strawberry, Mm -hmm. letting the chocolate melt a little bit in your mouth, teasing yourself a little longer. Oh, yeah. Making you really kind of want something. Mm, yeah. So is this what... <laughs> My mouth is watering. <laughs> yeah. Is this what Tantra is or Tantra to is? To me, that's what... It's It's really getting out of your head. I think, you know, in the modern world, we're just like endlessly on, you know, the phone, the iPhone. You're staring at screens. You're that's how your I head look at my day. phone, the way you look at the strawberry. <laughs> I'm like, mm, someone text mm, me, baby, please. Uh, uh, well, that, would, that wouldn't be bad if you actually really yeah. did it, yeah. though. Right? I know. That's not a bad <laughs> yeah. idea. I think you really enjoy it once somebody does send you a text message. No, yeah. I really do enjoy it. That's great. Just attention. No, I mean, I don't love text. I mean, you know what I mean. I'm just looking for whatever. Let's move on. Yeah. I'm just looking for attention on, from my phone. So just people are so disconnected. Exactly. And, and to actually awaken through your senses. So to me, Tantra is like getting out of your head, into your body, being more present. Just like, and I call it the yoga of sex. And I heard you saying before that you do yoga. So it's like if you know the difference between regular stretching or regular working out, and yoga, mm-hmm. you know how deeper that feels. It just is right. a whole different experience because your mind and your body are more connected and you actually release more serotonin and dopamine than you do in regular stretching. So with Tantra and Tantric sex, you actually release more serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin than you do if you're not as present, if you aren't like really uh, doing the foreplay and the, and, the, and the teasing. And it doesn't always mean, you know, foreplay forever. It's just you can do that in two seconds if you're really present, right? You can really like connect mm-hmm. much more quickly if once you learn how to do that. So most people don't know how to do that, right? So, so go ahead. No, you. Yeah. So are there set moves that you do? Like, yeah, there's, say, I, like, teach, there's I teach yoga? different moves, mm-hmm. um, but really it's learning the breathing. So how to breathe and move in a very special tantric way. But I mean, like I teach you one of the breaths really quickly. So you can take your fingers and put them at your like throat collarbone and just lightly like touch your throat and that should just tap into your body. Mm-hmm. I like make it that sexy face. You like this face? <laughs> My old man, I'm scared. Face. She's not the making bedroom? the sexy face. No wonder like, you don't have sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but think of when you touch your own body, it just feel like you're making love, right? Like you could. <laughs> nope, not normally. <laughs> <laughs> but think, why not? Kristen just like poking <laughs> Why herself. Not? <laughs> <laughs> Harshly yeah, yeah. like stabbing her chest. I just think about like I so. have hate sex, so that's why. That's why is I do that feel like, like I'm painful for you to hear when, when, she, when she says that? I'm just you kidding. know, like I feel like it's all role play. So like, if sometimes you can have tender, soft, sweet sex and then hate sex, great. It's on a no, spectrum. But if all sex. the only thing you can do is hate sex because you can't be present, you want to get it over with, or it's all. That makes my heart hurt. That yeah. makes me so, so sad. Yeah. Well, well, well you were saying to, uh, to me that, like, it doesn't have to be something that you do with a partner. It's something that you can practice yeah. on your own. No, so, so I was saying, even just touching your own body. Yeah. It makes me sad that most people don't know how to just, like, feel how sensual you their own body is. You know what's really is. funny? Occasionally, I'll wake up in the middle of the night, and I'll be sleeping like, like this, which I'll describe for our listeners. <laughs> I'll be sleeping, like, laying on my back with my arm, usually my right one, straight up in the air. <laughs> And I'll be rubbing my arm like this. Oh, Look, you see, won't. you're so tantric. I do In her that. sleep, though, you see, your yeah. conscious mind won't allow you to do it. Wait, but when she's asleep, what? you wake up she's, with your hand. In she's the giving air. herself a tantra massage. I call <laughs> it the feather-like touch. No, not tickly. She's like sensually 
Well, it just feels really good, but yeah. I just I'll wake up in the middle of the night, like maybe once every six months with my arm in the air going. Like but what, so, so like imagine if you didn't have to do that when you're completely unconscious, right, right. which is my point. So a lot, again, that. when we talk about like tantric sex, so many people are so uncomfortable. Like we're trained to be so uncomfortable with our bodies and have so much like shame around sex and repression. You have to get really drunk or really stoned or like really something like yeah. unconscious to allow yourself to feel what's natural. Yeah. Like what's natural to you is actually... <laughs> to, to feel good touching your own body. Oh, right. I just thought I was petting my dog. <laughs> Maybe that's what you were thinking. I just have orgasms in my sleep. I don't like pet my arm or anything. Really? Yeah. Ooh. This is like a new thing for me. Well, not like maybe like the past seven years, but still, I wow. never had that when I was younger. Yeah, I enjoy it very much. Wow. <laughs> um, for the for the people that are listening, are they multiple? <laughs> no, that's the thing. I don't think I've ever really had. We talked about this last time mm. because, okay, after I have an orgasm, it's very sensitive for me, and I feel like. Not that I'll explode in a nice way, like mm. that I'll pee everywhere and <laughs> keep going. And you were saying that there's ways to beat that. Although this isn't the right audience because they don't, most of them don't have vaginas. The people who are listening to this, but um, yeah. But wait, how many men like have been with a woman who's had a wet or squirting orgasm? Not. Have you? Absolutely. Okay, so what was it like? Was you it had? Hot? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, see, so men, so like the audience listening to this should want to know how to encourage women to push past that, to push past that fear of multiple orgasms or wet orgasms. Tell them how to do that then. Well, there's very special techniques for the wet orgasm. One of them is first you have to engorge the G spot. So for the guy, it's like learning how to kind of find the G spot and then tickle it enough that it starts to expand. It's like spongy. Yeah, it's like this little spongy knob, <laughs> right, kind of up behind the pubic bone. And then when you can feel that getting excited and gorged, it's actually uh, the fastest technique is with the hand. It can happen also with your penis, but less likely. So if you want, you know, the technique, it's usually with the woman laying down on her back, knees up, and then kind of putting in, you know, one or two fingers to do that come hither G-spot. And then when you feel that it's excited, then going really, really, going like really, really hard and fast. And then there's usually like a a wet orgasm or a release of all that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So basically that feeling for me is me being on the verge of a wet orgasm? Yeah. So what you're doing is you're getting really, really close. And then you're like, oh, my God, if I let go to that point, it's going to be, I'm going to be peeing. It's urination. I tried to breathe through it the other day. Like you were, you were, and it didn't. You you have to let it go because there's usually a feeling of pain right before yeah. but the pain pleasure you know line is so close in sex if you really think about it like during the act of sex and for men too like let's say for men it's very painful to you know last long enough to let women have multiple <laughs> orgasms so if right. their penis is hard they're excited every minute they aren't ejaculating is painful in a certain way you know so and and for women to experience multiple orgasms let go they have to cross a threshold where you're kind of your left brain is like, no, 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 this is pain. And you're like, no, I, I really think on the other side is all these endorphins. You know, if you could compare it to running a marathon, you hit that wall and you're everything screaming, stop, 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 right before you get this massive rush of endorphins and hit a whole new level. Oh, I'm never going to be able to accomplish this. I quit gym classes all the time <laughs> at 45 minutes <laughs> just because I don't want to leave. Well, the amazing thing here is you probably can be passive. Right. <laughs> you're just receiving right, that's the true. potential for the orgasm, especially if your husband's doing the work. And you just have to mentally allow yourself 
to let go and stop thinking all again all really it's just a, a lot of thoughts of like I would just self-consciousness be about the cleanup after <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, the oh, proper no, tools. I have to wash my sheets no yeah. no you have to get to the point that's hot so like 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 what, hot and sticky <laughs> it's so, like like so like hot I've had stinging. you know I dated a guy and he was very proficient at doing that particular kind of orgasm we'd have sex I'd be on top he'd be on top then he'd do the move the wet yeah. orgasm move and then, you know, after I had a wet orgasm, he'd just take his hand and have me lick it. Oh, so dear hot. God. It's so hot. Help me. No, you have <laughs> Does so Seriously, help her because she and I will come to this seminar. Does anyone have a breath mint? But the thing is, you have to no. just get comfortable with your own body. Most, like a lot of women aren't even comfortable with that their body comes. I How are you going to, you know what I mean? How are you going to have amazing sex if you're uncomfortable that your body has orgasm? way that a man can help a woman i understand that it's her responsibility to Mm -hmm. you know become more comfortable with her body but is there something that a man can do that you would advise to help a woman become more comfortable yeah i i've created a video series Mm -hmm. for men for tantric massage so they can actually watch it and prepare and even put it on with you know with their partner and the video is going and it teaches them exactly how to give like the breath, uh, like a breast massage, better foreplay that can lead up into the You can also find orgasms. breast cancer that way too. Be like, oh, I think there's a lump here. <laughs> I, 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 I would still go to your regular it. doctor for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we killed two birds with one stone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's very expensive for healthcare, so. It is. Well. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, okay. So how do you, how do you feel about all these things? Would you be comfortable doing that kind of stuff? Yeah. He's yeah. into it. Yeah. I think a man, when he's sexually confident can coax that out of a woman even if she's shy i think yeah. like uh, it's a guy saying you know it's him feeling so confident that he knows even if she's uncomfortable for a minute he's gonna hold that kind of moment or space and be like it's okay or just let go there's even wor- how you use your words is very powerful you know just just let go just you know you know like i'm i'm here like i already did the dishes like, <laughs> just use your words well, I've, I've or no, or you know, even like you're so beautiful. Like if if a man's with a woman and she seems like she's having a hard time letting go, it's like you're so beautiful. Your body's so beautiful. You know, did I, like it's it's very effective. A woman like will immediately like smile, yeah. and as soon as she's smiling, she's already like let Relaxed. go. Of a, yeah, exactly. So from Wait, what so I'm hearing were, from you, I'm, I'm sorry, oh. you were going to say something. Well, I've been with a few girls who've said the only way they're able to have a squirting orgasm, and I I doubt you recommend this, but if they've had a few drinks. <laughs> and it sort of gets but, them past the. But wait, so what did, I just said section. that what that yeah. does again is most people have to be somewhat unconscious right, to exactly. let go of their inhibitions. Yeah. So what and and I don't have a thing drinking, not drinking, whatever. But really, tantra to me is people not having all these like repressions and inhibitions that are actually very painful psychologically. And sex only heightens it. Basically, that person's walking around all day judging their body judging themselves, not feeling good enough, not love, you know, like, and, and then sex heightens it. So if you can reverse it during sex and teach yourself to enjoy sex more and love your body during sex, then that'll again, mean the rest of your life and everywhere you go and walk around, you'll be more confident, love yourself more, feel Absolutely. like worthy of better. But relationships. that takes a lot of work. So <laughs> I'm going to take <laughs> I some mean, drinks and two shots of tequila route. are pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can can men gain sexual com- or be sexually confident even if they don't have a lot of experience? Even if they don't have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have yet to work with a man without a penis. Oh, Shoot. Those, sorry, are my, those are my favorite. Sorry, kinds. Phil. <laughs> I I think that the, yeah I think they can by educating themselves. I mean one one of the biggest and saddest things is that we have such a lack of education, especially for men. So where's the sex ed class 
where men are taught, hey, when you have sex with women, here's how to help her orgasm and have pleasure. So even parents who maybe think they're open, you know, the dad's like, okay, son, you know, you're going to go have sex. He's rarely going to say, here's here's what you're going to do to give her an orgasm. Here's a clitoral orgasm. Here's an internal orgasm. Dad, here's can where we her stop this conversation? Because <laughs> <laughs> basically you're telling me where mom's G-spot is right now, and I don't need to know this Or send them somewhere to learn that. But, I mean, yeah. like, what what men have, have actually been given the user's manual when they go out to start having sex on how women receive pleasure. Oh God, my even the different parts so of their body. going to be so mad at me with my son. I'm going to be like giving him DVDs. Oh, you I mean, are. He'll be mad I'm giving him DVDs because they won't exist by the time yeah. my son is old. <laughs> <We don't have laughs> but yeah, I, like, I, I, I love that you're saying all of that to educate yourself. A lot of people are afraid to educate themselves too because it feels too personal or it feels too inappropriate or it's. Right, but I'm, what, what's crazy about when we have this taboo around sex, it what it does is it just it makes matters worse. So yeah. so let's say you have a parent and, and they're thinking, a dad's like, well, if I teach them more about sex or how to actually pleasure it. women, then they'll have more sex. They're more likely. Actually, they're more likely to have better sexual relationships because they'll be more present. And if something goes wrong, they'll talk to their parent because they already broke down that barrier of discomfort. Yeah. And a lot of times just parents are uncomfortable. Like with the example of, say, a dad not telling his teenage daughter because he says, if I talk to her about sex, she'll go have sex. No, she's probably going to have sex and not be able to come to you if something goes wrong. You're actually, mm-hmm. you know, leaving her susceptible to really bad situations. So I think, like, just talking about parents and kids and sex education, I think we have to change that. I, I There's an episode of Sex in the City where um, Miranda has sex with a guy who he's like a super guilty Catholic type. Yes, <laughs> he showers. And he showers after. And I'm like, oh, that's so me. <laughs> it's a shower. He has like showered off. He's like, I'm a dirty boy. I'm yeah. a dirty, dirty Sh- boy. But, but yeah. shower away the sin, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and look and look how amazing all that Catholic shame is and what it's done. Right, exactly. You know, yeah. It's got, I mean, look, so this is an example of it right <laughs> you know? here. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up. I'm the worst result of it. Not even the not even the molestation. <laughs> I'm the worst result. Exactly. I want to read. I want to read a question from one of our listeners because we we don't have very much time left, and I know that you're gonna give a great response to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Kristen, Marnie, and guests. First, let me say that in my opinion your show is the best relationship advice podcast out right now fantastic your wit knowledge and tact come uh tact come? Make, sorry make um, <laughs> look how excited i am thinking about coming um your wit knowledge and tact make for a great listen and your tips are probably one of the main reasons that i now happily find myself in my current predicament so thank you here's some back story uh which to which to frame my question i'm a 25 year old white hispanic male and attractive enough six foot three <laughs> athletic and hold the conversation the only thing is that i was raised in a very religious household mm. And so I have only ever dated very conservative religious girls with whom sex was completely out of the question. We would mess around some, and I've had some experiences going down on girls. I love doing it. But I've only had sex, real sex, four to five times in my life, random one-night stands, and the last of which was two years ago. Add to this the fact that every one of those times I've been drunk and sloppy, Mm -hmm. and I don't think they can really count toward any sort of repertoire of sexual skill. Anyway, encouraged by your podcast, I have been looking for more ways to approach women, and I randomly asked out a waitress that seemed into me, and she said yes. She's really beautiful and charismatic and also very experienced sexually. We've been on two dates so far. The first one we met for drinks and ended up talking for three hours. For the second date, I picked her up in my car and took her out to dinner, which after which we went out and got more drinks. This one lasted for almost six hours as we were really hitting it off. During the second date, she was giving me all the right physical signs that cuddling up to me like cuddling up to me um, at the bar, touching my arm, my leg, etc. 
At the end of the date, I dropped her off at her house as she had to leave for the weekend early the next morning. And with both of us being in the car, I didn't go in for the kiss because of the awkward spacing in the car. So although our physical contact has been minimal so far, I'm pretty sure that things are going to move much more quickly from here as we have our third day planned already. I really enjoy talking with her and we have great chemistry, but I'm worried about the experience mismatch with regard to sex. She has been in many relationships and has told me in many words um, that she loves sex and wants to do it a lot when she's in a relationship. So this is basically a dream scenario for me, but I can't help worrying that I will not be up to scratch in the sack. How do I approach this? Should I be honest and admit my nerves and lack of experience to her so that she can sort of take the lead or should I fake it and hope for the best? Any advice is most helpful. Thank you and keep up the good work. Santiago. Poor Santiago. I know, right? He's 25. He hasn't had sex in two years. He's only half white. <laughs> He's only half white. <laughs> it's the saddest part. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I the think... racist is back. <laughs> She's here to stay. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I think that um, telling her his lack of experience might work for him as long as he stays present. You know, I think like that can be cute. Especially, you know, if, if she is more experienced and he's very genuine and she's is attracted to him anyway physically, yeah. then that would explain to her why he hasn't pounced. <laughs> yeah. And and I think, you know, I think that that could get a good response. I would say for him really like staying present, though, make sure like stay in his body, keep breathing, touch her, you know, really pay attention to things like that. Like, you know how he's kissing her because if he gets in his head and is worried that's going to be clumsy and awkward and disconnected so it's really like Santiago it's okay tell her (laughs) you know that that you you know your backstory but that you find her so attractive you know and you and you're you know really excited to to get to know her better and and you hope she doesn't mind I think that's like adorable you know like I hope you don't mind I have less experience but I really am into you and then really like Feel her. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest problem I'll have is if he goes in his Catholic guilt and repression and disconnects and, you know, is like, like, or, you know, and, and Santiago, please don't come in like a minute. Right. <laughs> like, right. like, okay. And the other, like, this is like just really practical advice, like rub one out before you get there. Yeah. <laughs> because if you haven't something had sex about Mary years, you want right. to make no, sure. No, but take your time to focus on her as well. Yeah. So like, like more. Because if he's so worried, I, I'm inexperienced. Again, you're going to be thinking about your inexperience instead of looking at her, look in her eyes, like how is she breathing? And here's a big tip is like, try and match her breathing. So if he matches her breathing, it'll help him stay in his body, her body, and pay attention to what she's responding to the most. And so don't be self-conscious. Be conscious of her. Mm. As I say, like, you know, when you yeah. start getting in your head, I'm not good enough, go stop thinking about yourself. It's not about you. Be like, ah, look at her. What do, what do her breasts look like? What are, you know, her lips? What is her, you know, so that's what I would do. Well, those are things to get you out of your head and focus yeah. on something else. Okay. Do you think that, that he should do some research before? Would that help him? Or is that just going to psych him out more? Um, I think he should just, if he's had sex before, it's not like he's never right, had sex true. before. Yeah. So he's had sex before. I think for him, it'll just be, he'll, he'll, he's his own worst enemy if he gets stuck in his head or he comes too fast and doesn't please her. So like really make it about pleasing her, better foreplay, breathe at the same time as her, make good eye contact, like connect. Yeah. Okay. I think there's really a, so much attractiveness and honesty. Yeah. Like if you just say, I am so bad, like if. You're, I don't know, 
bad I don't want to just use sex as an example but if like you're so bad at playing volleyball and she wants to play <laughs> beach volleyball just go play and it'll be adorable when you're right. when you're terrible and she gets a chance to teach you or help you but if you go in like yeah I'm freaking great at freaking volleyball and then all of a sudden you like whiff it every single time she, that's gonna be or you shut down and don't say I'm uncomfortable in this situation I've never right. played volleyball but you're like volleyball is stupid right right, right. and you become really <laughs> you know? defensive and yeah yeah, yeah totally. so can you give an example of like the honest way to express that he isn't as experienced but like I know you gave a little tidbit of it before you know I think maybe like he's nervous so yeah have have the glass of wine have the second glass of wine and then the just say glass, to her <laughs> no but th- not too much because then you pass out and get nothing <laughs> so like and then just like say to her you know what I have something I want to tell you you know way to be because she'll probably be like oh my god he's gay or something and she'll be very happy to hear that he's just saying he'll be like you know what i just have you know i'm i'm nervous to be with you but i find you so attractive you know and 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 um and i you know i'm really looking forward to this but i i probably have less experience than you but you know i just think you're so amazing and beautiful yeah. and then i even start think the, i out. even think the first part is just enough saying like i'm, yeah. I'm nervous i think yeah i think and I You're think great. as long as he stays present, because I've had some people like you, some guys have heard that advice and they say it, but they're still not present. They'll be like, OK, I read this in a book, you know, like you make me nervous. Mm, they're yeah. not there with you. I think as a yeah, woman, you're not want, connecting to what they're saying. Yeah. Like the, one, one of the most attractive things is when they feel you, you feel they want you, you feel they're, pre- you know, like that's all super hot. Right. Like if mm-hmm. Jeff said right now, I'm really, really, really excited. <laughs> it wouldn't match his vibe. <laughs> Yeah, and I'd be like, I don't. It is four twenty today. That's true. Uh, that's a really good point. Oh, <laughs> okay. I would, you know, I would feel like, oh, that's a weird mismatch. Yeah. So as long as your actions line up with your words, mm-hmm. yeah. And I actually would recommend that people go try doing a couple of yoga classes just so that you can get in touch with your body. Because I will say for myself, like when when you had said on this on this show and then also on the other show, um, that. Stretching, mm. just like everyday stretching after a workout is so different from yoga stretching. Yep. You are 100% right because, like, yoga is the only time where I can feel every little muscle and joint in my body and the way mm-hmm. that my body's positioned because you are so hyper-focused on those things during the class. They remind you to be hyper-focused on them. And that type of presence, you don't really get to experience outside of of that room unless you do it for yourself. And I think mm-hmm. that having that guided experience, also, you know, watching your videos as well, obviously, Absolutely. would be a wonderful resource for guys. But signing up for yoga classes and getting your videos, I think, would help men learn how to be more present, whether they're super experienced, inexperienced, little experience. Overall, it will create a heightened and better experience for you and the woman that you're with. Yeah, and I said, like, really just tuning into his breath and her breath. Because all the, the difference between yoga and regular um, stretching is just breathing and intention and that you're more present and focused so like when he's with her that that whole time if he goes takes a yoga class notice that it's about your breathing and then when he's with her make it about the breathing and he can even do like i I teach people to do feather light touch so again like i was trying to get you to do it on your throat (laughs) but she was like (laughs) (laughs) but you do it when you're asleep (laughs) is that you just you know you could take your own fingers and barely barely like touch your skin but Mm -hmm. breathe deep at the same time and just like you do that for like a second and it's so different it than is. how you would normally touch yourself or someone else during the day. So I'd say to Santiago, like, just do that for like a few minutes and imagine, okay, now touch her like that. And when you're touching her, listen to her breathing and pay attention to how her body's responding to you. Yeah, which is amazing. Okay, I have one final question for you and then we have to 
wrap it up. Is okay. it the gross one? Yeah, it is the gross one. It was one. funny because the first question you were reading, I thought was getting just going to get to the part about the sperm. Yeah, me too. Oh. Yeah. It was like, I know, and then it was really super weird deep and, yeah. and psychological. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a good question. Okay, so, uh, hey guys, do you know any foods I can eat to keep my semen looking thick, creamy, smelling, and tasting good? Regards, Neil. Okay, so, well, first of all, Ew. no woman is sitting around judging how creamy and yeah, thick your I think the thinner your, the better your, your sperm is <laughs> I don't want to swallow what women oh, are going to think is like does it taste good does it it's because there's some bad spunk out there as a woman you know like I never had really oh, bad but I've bad. heard it's horrible like and it because basically it to me it has to do with what they're eating so he's asking what can he do but also working out keeping your body clean sweating out your toxins all that it's really important but pineapple Okay. is the big secret clue. In fact, there's like a lot of rap songs that are like, I can taste that pineapple. Oh, <laughs> I think it's a Chris it Brown song. Oh, I just about thought like, they liked the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> no, Chris Brown has a song and that's like the secret thing. He's like, I can taste that pineapple. How far in advance do you have to eat it? I think just start he eating pineapple. He should be tasting it because it's his own. Why is he tasting <laughs> no, it? No, for her. her oh. It's true for men and oh, women to make oh. it taste better for oh. oral sex. Um, so uh, you just start eating pineapple every day. And if you're smoking... Smokers, spunk doesn't taste as good. If you yeah. drink a lot and you're not working out and sweating out those toxins, all that builds up and makes Ugh. like it. So if you have an unhealthy diet, then your spunk is going to taste unhealthy. Which is ironic because like if you eat McDonald's, it tastes so good. But when it comes out, <laughs> exactly. it tastes so bad. Horrible, 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 horrible. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I actually have a recipe for um, a, like a green juice with pineapple oh, really? in it for better tasting sperm. Oh. It's on my website. Oh, awesome. Okay, well tell people <laughs> where to where to go check out your website. It's psalmisadora.com. P- and that's P P S A L. Our audience isn't that smart. I S A D O R A dot com. Okay, perfect. I'll, I'll also include uh, your website in yes. the newsletter that I sent out to announce our. And there's lots of free videos and free goodies, like how you know. Amazing. And you're gonna let Kristen and I come and take a course with you. Yes, right? I'll teach you guys a private class. Are you? I just want look, to look at her face. She's like terrified. She's okay, like, no. no. I'm at, after this look, class, if you like, like yoga, I'll teach you oh, yoga. So it's just like if you already like yoga, we'll just. Gently add in the tantric principles Amazing. to yoga. I created my own yoga called O Yoga, so oh, I think you'll like. I'll that. say O to oh. that. Oh, she'll make her O face <laughs> before she made the grandpa face. Now it's the O. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so go check out her w- website, and then also our very special voice of man. Do you want people to find you? <laughs> no. no, I stay on the down low. What? The DL. He's in LA. He might do some very bad things, so it's Going better to the that he stays. The Malibu, anonymous. Yeah, have fun in Malibu. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks for letting us. All stay right, thanks to, you. to everybody who's listening to the show. You guys are wonderful, awesome. If you want to write in questions, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Hopefully, we'll answer them uh, on air. If you want to be a guy for help, a brother out, um, we may do a second round of this. So just keep writing in. Tell us your story make a video maybe we'll have you on our show uh, download new episodes of the Aspen Podcast every Thursday at 5pm Pacific and we will see you guys next